hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is here. Uh, we're waiting for this day. Before I go in, dive in and introduce the guest. Let me do quickly. If you're watching this, whether the live version or the recorded version, like, share, subscribe um, on all social media platforms. Um, so let me do a quick schedule of how we release our content. An hour from this, the recorded version will be on YouTube. Check us out. Like, share, subscribe. Um, if you like audio podcast, um, by 8 a.m. tomorrow, it should be on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Check us out. And if you have a short attention span like everybody does, on Tuesday, we release short clips. On Tuesday, check it, like, share, subscribe. Um, we're here. We're here. Let me introduce all the guests first before we dive in. I'll start with ladies first. EJ, thanks for coming on. Um, then... Ryan, have you been? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, long time, uh, Chelsea man. It's been a while, Dada. Thanks for coming on. Glad to be on. Uh, finally, uh, Mr. Steven. Thanks for coming on. I don't know if you have a what. Thanks. Man. thanks. Actually, I'm not Steven. I'm Arteta. I'm Arteta. I'm trying to apply to the Premier League so we can postpone our game because we got a COVID case. This. <laughs> Just don't look at me right now. This is Arteta, okay? You call me Arteta. The rest of this. He does look like Arteta, though. <laughs> I, try to, I try to get my hair like his, you know what I'm saying? I try to get my hair. That's, that's my name for this podcast. I'm okay. to postpone our game. Maybe that'll help us. Okay, before we go, so of course, that's a good place to start. Not London Derby was on Thursday. The massacre of Not London Derby. Um, like you said, right? It's what it was a game to try to postpone from January with um COVID cases, and you know, and now <laughs> if they waited to the end of the season, it's here 3 0. Lots of talking points for sure, right? I'll let you start to ever start. Um, Steven, since you you know your team won before we go to EJ, but let me say a couple of talking points for sure the red card, penalties. Uh, one penalty actually, the red card, the penalty, and of course, Ateta after the game, in my opinion. So, uh, Steven, take it from wherever you want to start. The floor is yours, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 all right, all right, all right, okay, fine. EJ, you sure you don't want to start? You sure you don't want to go? No, no, go ahead. Right. First. Good, good. <laughs> hey, I, I have to start there, you know, because to be honest, when Arteta actually got the postponement for the first. The, the, when the game was supposed to be, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't actually complain. I didn't even post about it because at the end of the day, if you have connections, you got to use them, you know? So I didn't really look at it as, as bad. It's like if any other team had connections, they would try to use them. Maybe he felt his team was too weak at the time. So I didn't say anything, but for it to result in playing us at this moment of the season, when we're actually stronger, when we have actually the new signings bedded in and for it to result in a red card and a 3-0 loss, I mean, I, I thought it was just, I mean, chickens come home to roost, you know what I'm saying, to, to be to be old south about this. But uh, the game, I mean, the red card had a big impact, let's be honest, okay? Anytime you have a big game like that and you have a red card, it's going to affect the rest of the game. It made it easier for us. And we don't like to play 
easy NLDs. I mean, we've had a couple, and I just don't enjoy it when it's too easy in the NLD against Arsenal. So I, the game was all right, but I didn't think it was anything really special just from a fan entertainment point, you know. I, I enjoyed it because we were beating up on Arsenal, but for most of the game, we were passing the ball around, keeping possession, you know, Spurs, tiki-taka. It was just... It wasn't a challenge, you know, it really wasn't a challenge. The last thing I'll say about it is just even holding, holding coming into the game, trying to be hard on Sun. I couldn't see what he was actually doing from a defense standpoint, apart from just fouling Sun. So to me, I'm looking at the coaching from Arteta. Like you would think there's something better than just let's go out and be hard on Sun. Let's go out and be aggressive. I, I thought I was like, I needed to see some more defensive defensive tactic, maybe teaming up with Cedric on him on that side, something. It, it, I think it was just, let's go out and foul Sun hard. And then the last thing defensively, again, to a defensive point is, Nketiah marking Kane on the corner kick? I was dying. I, I'm, the, I'm looking at the whole game like, what, what are we doing here? This is not a challenge. This is not a challenge, yo. Like, I, I, I didn't even see the challenge. I mean, I like that Nketiah has been getting some time. I saw that El Nene has been getting some time. At least put El Nene on Kane. <laughs> Can we play here? It, it was just, it was for all the hype up for the NLD, man. It was it was sad. Do you think it was a pen before we go to EJ? Yes, of course. Okay. I, to be honest, I don't, as a, as a personal philosophy, I don't complain about referee decision, even if, and you know this, even when we've been here before, referee decisions against us, I just don't go at it. I always, my philosophy is if you're playing a game and you're playing well, putting in all your chances, you know, playing according to your game plan perfectly, you'll never have the opportunity to complain about the ref. So the ref's only a problem when you're not playing so well. I believe that for my team. I believe that for every team. And I try to tell that to the boys I coach, like, just have that mindset. So, Penn, I mean, Penn wasn't your problem, man. If you're an Arsenal fan, Penn wasn't your problem. Man. I mean, Arsenal fans don't think the same way, but hey. We, well, we yeah, man. I, I hope you can get your final game postponed or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good luck. <laughs> but, hey, Newcastle, it's going to be some good games. I think you have Newcastle and Everton. It's going to be a great game because those teams are fighting, boy. <laughs> Those teams are gonna come there to die. <laughs> Tomorrow will be interesting. That's what I'm gonna say. Tomorrow will be very interesting. Meanwhile, we're playing Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow at end of this is very interesting. Certain people are gonna be fighting right a blocking. That's what I'm gonna say. We'll That's see. I, I won't laugh too much now because I gotta see what happens still. But we we play Norwich, so let's go. Let's go. Okay, EJ. Okay, I love how you ended. You said you don't complain about referees' decisions, so I'll start there. I love to complain about referees' decisions because we always get it wrong. And we'll start with that penalty. Penalty, really? Fuck, I didn't even want to start there. I had my whole speech lined up. I didn't want to start there, but we'll start there. When Tierney, who is a horrible ref, when he called the penalty against us, what did he point to? His hand, right? He called it, it was a handball. Was there a handball? No. So he goes to the, he calls a handball immediately points to the spot. And then when they go to VAR, they manufacture a penalty out of thin air because three players jumped up and one player fell down. 
That's exactly what happened. It was not a penalty. If, if he was a handball, he would not have called a penalty. That's why people like Mark Clattenburg said that in the North London Derby, which you watch NBA or no? I or you watch NBA. I don't know about Ryan and Dada. When you're talking about the North London Derby, I want to compare it to maybe a playoff game. This is a derby. Okay. At what minute did that, that penalty happen? 16th? Yeah, 33rd. 33rd, I believe. The penalty was before the red card. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So let's call it 33rd oh, minute. Yeah, yeah, Okay, not 33rd. No, I think it was I think it was earlier than 33rd. 22. 22. 22. Okay. Yeah. So penalty before the red card. North London Derby is like maybe a playoff game. Not the finals, but just a, like a hard-fought game. Let yep. the boys play. You can't Usually. insert yourself into the game. Usually. We saw that yesterday. I saw fouls going left and right. I didn't see Paul Tierney, who was the VAR person yesterday, do anything to interfere with that game. Don't don't interfere. What are you doing? Why, why are we talking more about you than the game that happened? That being said, do I think that the red card, I think, you know, I, he started carding early. So, and that's why you, that's, that's how you take the game. That's how you put yourself in the game as a ref. You started carding early, so let the game flow. And then by the time he... The time it was time to give um, Rob Holden a second card. I think that was fine. I think that we couldn't avoid that. But still, I think the whole thing kind of just like you told us to go play a game with one hand tied behind our back because we saw a handball that wasn't there. And they're, these refs are, to us anyway, we notice it because it happens a lot. If you guys don't want to notice referees' decisions that go against us, it's. Then I'll give you another example. Today, when you guys played Burnley, and got Can I interrupt? EJ, permission to interrupt? So I just want to get what you're saying right. You're saying your problem is the penalty, not so much the red card. No, I have a problem with the red card. But okay. my problem with the red card, if I had a problem with it, is that he started carding early. And when you flow mm. that way, it's just good. There are two yellow. There are two yellow incidents. In fact, there was one before that, I would say. Yeah. I would say the one yellow card incident that he didn't give, he kind of mm. gave a verbal warning. And which was the same time Son elbowed him in the face, which I think that should have been a red. Okay, quickly, I gotta mention something. You, you know, like, you know, it, this happens to criminals a lot. You know, I don't know about this, but maybe, I mean, people around Arsenal may know about not you, not you, but you know, when you're driving and then your light is out, okay, and so you get stopped for that, but then they discover you riding dirty too. <laughs> <laughs> This will happen to Arsenal. I mean, I mean, he he stopped you for the handball that he saw. But oh, you're back on the penalty. But when they checked the VAR, then they found out you guys were actually riding dirty. That's what happened. So I, I disagree okay. that three people jumping up. I disagree that three people jumping up for the ball and one person coming down, falling down is a penalty. I'm sorry. I think he saw the handball first. He was then but they started to push. That's what I'm saying. Other people watch the game. He was calling that he got elbowed in the back. I don't think he was saying handball. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was saying handball. He pointed to the hand. He pointed to the hand. He was saying that elbow. He was doing this. You see, he was elbowed in the back. That's what he was calling, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dada or Ryan, if you saw the game. That's why he called. Yeah. I remember if you go back and look at it. Yeah. Like, I'm actually watching the highlights. It's about the elbow. Exactly. Yeah. He for the elbow in the back. He got the elbow I watched back. him point to his hand and tap on his hand. That's what I saw. And I watched to it. Honest, this morning to be moment. honest, I agree with EJ. I thought it was a handball. I could be wrong, but I okay. thought it was handball at first for what he called. But I don't have a problem with the fact that when they went and did the VAR review, 
they found out something else that you did wrong. I mean, that, that's no problem with that. It happens to criminals a lot. I get it, but that is the problem. This over refereeing that they do to Arsenal and spotting things that do not exist, and then when they, <laughs> they see it, then they're like, "Oh, you cannot reverse a penalty." What you call that? How's VR? Why do you guys have that narrative though? Like every Arsenal fan has a narrative. Well, a because we all see it. We literally. Let me ask you a question though. Let me ask you a question. Like, yes. what is the incentive for refs to be against y'all? Like, y'all ain't willing. They want the drama. This game, they wanted. They well, yeah, I get it. I get the one the drama. So I, I get the one the drama. Why is it like specifically against Austin? Is it possible that you guys have a discipline issue? We don't. Have you ever thought about that? Okay. No? Is it possible no? that we have? Is it is it likely that we have the craziest discipline issue in the whole league? Exactly. Actually, that is more likely than refs going after y'all. It's, I think it's easier for them to call it against us. That's that's just why. But I don't know why. Okay, why? watch us closely. You guys don't watch our games. You don't watch it, so you don't know. So uh, let me I have a question. See, this is my report out to that, right? Against you know Manchester United. I don't want to have on this card. I don't. I don't want to have on okay. this card. Don't worry about it. Because I remember this complaint. No, 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 I don't want. I don't want to have on this card because you guys, okay. you don't. We will never agree on this. So let's move on. This right. game, I, I think it was. You know what? You guys were playing at home. We have three better forwards. Our defense is a little bit shaky. The, we have makeshift personnel there. Holding, yes, I think our coach put him in there to be like white on rice on hold, um, Son. Was that the right move? Probably not. But we don't, we don't have a proper – we don't have a left back right now. We have Tomi. Tomi also playing left back currently. He's playing left back because he can play along that whole entire line. But I would have put him to where we can – he can match someone like Son for pace. You have Cedric and you have a slow holding that can't do that. And I don't think it even mattered because if we put um, Tavares there, the other guy would have killed him. Fulu, whatever his name is, would have killed him. <laughs> hey, 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 be nice. Whatever. Be nice. Come that on. would have killed him. And then, you know, we did, Ben White is unfit. So we, we had to play holding. I think we're even screwed going. You guys are laughing that, oh, we're, hundred. we're screwed going into the next couple of games because we, we don't have Gabriel. He's injured. Ben White is unfit. We don't have a left back. We don't have a right. You know, there's a lot of people unfit along that. So we're going to be in trouble a little bit. But I think overall, I would say our victory over you guys was more interesting, which you guys like to forget that we beat you guys handily this same season. We shared the points. I'm not too upset. I think ours was more surprising and more interesting than this one where I feel like the referee inserted himself and made certain decisions. Like I said, I'm not the only one saying this. I invoke Mark Clattenburg. You guys all know as a great ref. He said the same thing, never given that penalty. It's that simple. Um, one thing I wanted to add, I didn't even think this was going to be a talking point. The whole the COVID thing. I mean, seriously, you guys are the ones who started postponing. Tottenham was the one who started postponing games because of COVID. If it wasn't you, it was Burnley, but it was between both. We, we weren't the first. No, we didn't. Okay, start. who was? You were the second. It was one of the early teams who started getting games called up. And if we got, got that game called up for all the nonsense that this was at the beginning of the season where they should have called up our first couple of games and screwed us up, but we were bottom of the league for the first game. I don't care what you guys think. It's okay. <laughs> I love it. It's I all right. It. Even though you guys won, that's yeah, fine. EJ, we don't want to play that game. We had no one to play. See, and the, the it was only one the case, yes. We saw a loophole. We took it. And you guys closed the loophole. You guys closed that loophole when Arsenal jumped into it. When everyone else was jumping into it, I didn't hear a word. So I don't want to hear anything about this. Okay, no, you guys, no, you are going to hear about it. You need to hear about it. Because <laughs> the, point of, the point of it is not even the postponement. First, like, let's leave the fact that you postponed it because of one 
player with COVID, supposedly. Yes. One player. That's why I have one mask for you. One mask. <laughs> I would have brought more. It's going to be half there. It's going to be half when, up there with COVID. We when we did it, we had several players with COVID. That's why our team could not function. That's why. Yes. But you had one player. Then here's the real point, though. You postponed the game at a time when you probably would have had a better chance. So the we don't know. You guys are forgetting that we had a lot of injuries too, which factored into why we didn't but, have two players. The result, the result of your postponement means now you've been bad at three zero in the last running when we're a stronger team, and it could mean. But there's no way to have known that. There's no way to have known. What no is it? Like eight twenty? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you make decisions based on the information. Yeah, that so I'm like, what is this? You can so, have a better now. But yeah, yeah, of course, but but that uh, what you're saying, what you're saying, I'm talking about. It makes sense because we're a stronger team now. Back yeah, then, right. back then we now. didn't have these new players playing. We didn't have Cecilio even playing. Cecilio was playing horrible. Doherty was playing horrible. Sanchez wasn't even playing. Sanchez gave the assist to Kane. Yeah, Conte, Conte, was Conte, Conte was not even the manager then. He wasn't even the, no, he was. Yeah, he was. no, no, no. He was, he was. At the, oh, time yeah. of the, okay. the point I'm making is for at the time of the postponement, you would have had a better chance maybe to win that game than now. And it was proven. Yeah, but I'm like, though. Can I take comments? Let me take comments quickly. Sorry. Let me take comments. <laughs> they are going to disappear. Um, Dr. Saka says the cream de la cream has come together. Why is that looking like someone stole his candy? See the smirk on Ryan's face. We'll get you to Chelsea. Don't, we'll get go to don't go at Hello, panel. Don't go at that. Go at EJ. <laughs> Anyone else have Arsenal fans complaining about rep agenda oh. on their bingo cards? Illuminati <laughs> <laughs> uh, vibes. Uh, Atetas doesn't have his antics on yes. the site. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk yes, about it. That's true. Guys, you do this every weekend. Thanks, Shagun. Conspiracy theories. Someone put the bounty on Arsenal. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible to see how, how even level the Arsenal fans have bought into this refs are against us. The league is against us. Conspiracy. Hola. Oh. <laughs> Who is it going to be level-headed? Like you are level-headed and you believe it that, you know... So like, it's going to be level-headed? No, he's assuming you are. It's an assumption. Well, you should know better. And the first driver of the referees against us. This when can teams postpone for injury. I wanted to stop that. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's why I say. Me that's too. why I say. When you guys postpone, I actually respected it. Like, hey, if I have connections in the league, you're gonna try to use them. All I'm but saying. connections? All I'm saying is, it actually about. didn't work out. It actually didn't work out for you guys. That's all. That's what we're saying. Hindsight is connection does Arsenal have? Did I did I miss have something? Connections. Obviously. Obviously, I don't have the name now. I don't have the name now, but an ex, an ex, an ex Arsenal executive is on the board of the Premier League, and I'm saying that's how they can get things done like that because no other team is getting a postponement with one COVID. But, but I do remember, like the rules around game postponement was very weird, and it was there was a lot of inconsistency around yes, it. Yes, because I remember sometimes, like even Chelsea. I think we were the team that kind of suffered the most out of the top six during that period. But I think it just had to do with the way the laws were. It was like, okay, you started players. And also keep in mind, the laws were also different for FA Cup. Mm -hmm. So the FA Cup had a rule where it doesn't matter whether it's your first team or your second team, as long as you can field X amount of players, 
where I believe the Premier League was more lenient. There were right? loopholes, right? There were loopholes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there were loopholes that I felt like some teams did take advantage of. And me looking at Arsenal, I can see y'all taking advantage of those loopholes because, okay. you know, so you guys are like a, a weak-minded team. So it makes sense for y'all to take advantage of it. Jesus. But I don't think, I don't think, you know, there was any nepotism going on. I just figured like you guys were smarter, you guys are an advantage, and being the team that you are, you guys took advantage of it. So for me, there's no hard feelings, man. I mean, no, you guys just, do just not talking. They like you guys still have two games in hand based off all the all the games that you missed around that time. Leicester is another look. team that took a lot of games off. Like it, it's hilarious, and it's what I say that like the spotlight is on us in a strange way. When we took mm. those games off, uh, when we tried to get that game canceled, postponed, because we were a decimated team at that time, literally the light, the what you call it, <clears throat> the lines started getting drawn better. Like they, that's when they decided, oh, we need to make this clearer. When other teams were doing it, they weren't like, oh, we need seven positive COVID tests. That didn't happen. So you know what? Well, I think. You guys deserve this victory. I think it would have happened. I, I'm not sure if it would have happened back then, but I think it's it's good for you now. It makes for better TV that you guys are able to get this victory properly, and you guys are peaking at the right time. I wouldn't say we're not peaking at the right time because we did win four games in a row before this game. So Thank we'll, you. See. What, we'll see. How whatever you're going. doing is not peaking. It's not peaking right now. It, 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 it tends to well, I didn't say we're, well, I didn't say we're peaking, but I wouldn't say we're not. Because again, we did win four games straight before this game. We okay. lost two games before that, but the games we won were like strong games. I, yeah, I wouldn't say you're peaking or you're not, but it's definitely. I wouldn't say you guys are peaking or not, because I saw the definitely. game today and I don't know what happened. But I think that was also. Oh, like it, it was a clear handball today, but anyway, no, that was a say, handball. Don't get me wrong. Just to but, say on the postponement thing, do you, do you know that? We could actually get deeper into this. To your mention yeah, of the rules that at least not, but at the same time that this happened, let, let me tell you why we mentioned this. At the same time that Arsenal was postponing this, and I'll say for the record, they're the only team who got a postponement with one COVID case That's right. ever. Now, at the same time this was happening, we got kicked out of the Europa League because we had five COVID cases and couldn't field a team. And we, got out, we had we got kicked out based on the point that they said we could have brought in our youth team players. Okay, and that's so a different competition. Am I right? Let's just let's just hold this to measure. I know the rules are different, but even okay. in the Premier League, you could not do it with one COVID case. But at the same time, this was happening, we actually got kicked out of the league for that. So all I'm saying is, all this at the time, I didn't want to complain, and I didn't complain at all. But to see this come to roost now in a 3-0 battery is just funny. It's funny. Like, come on. It's, I, don't, I don't find it funny or, well, maybe because I'm out of I don't think anyone else except for you guys found it funny. I honestly, everybody forgot. Okay, yeah. That's fine. But I will say this. I think it was clear when you guys... Even Will Smith found this funny. Come on, man. <laughs> I think it was clear when you guys fell out. Was it Europa or Conference League? Conference League. Okay, so it was clear when you guys fell out of Conference League that you didn't want to play it. To me, that's what I thought. Because you guys weren't interested, you wanted to focus on League, you didn't want to play the Conference League. Oh, that's, I didn't see that EJ, EJ, come on, I know you to be more level-headed than that. You don't need to say that. Like, it, it was that's obvious that we were, we, we were kicked out of the league. We were kicked out because we couldn't feel the team. And that's you guys were kicked out because you weren't, you weren't even, was it in the that y'all got kicked out of? It's, it's, it's on, it's on record. record. I'm going to jump in on it. 
close to in five minutes. So I got to move on. All, all right, all right, Ryan, all right. Any, any comments before we move over last night about all talking points? Let Ryan say something. Uh, you know, I don't really deal with matters of. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I mean, obviously the game changed. You know, somebody, the game changed once once that penalty was given. I actually thought when the game started, I thought, oh my gosh, Arsenal might actually do the job here. They were looking decent. I think once once that penalty got given, everyone's head for some reason just dropped. And you know, once once your head drops in the Prem, once your head drops, and a team like Spurs, you know, they saw you saw what they did to Liverpool the other day. We scraped to get a goal back against a resurgent Spurs team when when they're firing their front three. To me, are the hottest in the league right now, more so than even Liverpool's. I mean, we haven't been scoring the way we were scoring at the start of the season. I think, you know, after Diaz, you know, my bias, that Kulisevsky has probably been the most, one of the most informed players Isn't in it? the whole league. He's good. I never, I only known him from FIFA. <laughs> I think knew him from FIFA before, you know, but the guy, the guy's the real deal. He's a baller and Spurs have got themselves a gem. So, you know, I mean, Spurs deserved it. They played well. They deserved what, what they got. Uh, I won't touch on, you know, refereeing decisions or anything like that because my view, my, the way I see it is every team will, will find moments where the ref has, you know, screwed them. So, right. you know, I'm still fuming at Man City not get, uh, getting a penalty against them for flipping Rodri. So we'll all look for moments, you know, when it affects us. And, you know, a lot of the point time, the points that you make will be valid, but... You know, I'm, I'm just ready to talk about Chelsea Liverpool. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts about it, I think for sure, just piggybacking what you said, you know, I always say this thing like they even out at the end of the season. That's why I kind of never care about like they always even out, right? And the funny thing is the same exact type of call, you know, happened against Manchester United and they got a penalty. Saka, that game, Arsenal got dodgy calls that day, plenty a lot of dodgy calls. Because we're now like, yeah, whatever, we suck. We took we, nobody <laughs> we suck. But you like you go up there, there was a clear penalty on Cedric, pretty much doing, you know, became Kyrie Irving in the penalty box. Like just a clear penalty. They didn't blow it. There was one on um Elanga, they didn't blow it. Like there were a lot of dodgy calls. It happens. They even, we're even happy because for the first time it favored us. Okay, so now you know. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's where that's what I think. Uh moving I think on. overall, I think we, I just need consistency. If I see it called here, I want to call it there, that sort of thing. Like yeah. if you're gonna call it for us, call it for everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Just to mention a, a last point, you know, what happened today with Burnley, we got we got the advantage because of, based on a handball, right? Which is really unlucky for Burnley. But we were in their position last season. You know, one game like that against Everton, I think. Just a weird handball and we lost. So you're right, Alio, it, it evens out. Might not be over a season, but across across a couple, a period of time, it evens out, you know? Empty comments for it disappear. Uh, Dr. Saka yeah. says, good result. Sports defeated City and held us. Clearly better team. You pay now. That's all. Okay. I wish Liverpool was jumping now, please. Who cares about that? I wish I was jumping the Kudos Cup. Thanks, Shaq, for the comment, but well, everybody knows how I feel about that. Kunti said, Ateta moans. Now the fans are clearly supporting Ateta in that department, so yeah. Hey, can we stop showing, sharing doctors' comments? <laughs> <laughs> no, share them. Share them. I'm missing. I'm missing it. I, I like, I like if, if, what, if what he did is moaning, I really enjoyed it because what it did was kind of take the blame off the boys. I get what you said, Ryan, about how they put their heads down after the goal. 
and they're young. They're all like, like I keep saying, these boys are 24 and under, all of them. So I think he just definitely, he saw some things that he didn't like, sure, but he didn't want to put the pressure on them, and he wanted to get their minds ready for the next game. So I'm seeing Altata, man. Arsenal fans just believe that other clubs don't give a good soul for single fights. Refs, most refs are shy. They have no reason to push a conspiracy against one club. Yeah. Some of them are Chelsea fans. The VR in their favor than most. Okay. See, that's just the facts right there. VR Shanti when ESPN says Arsenal actually have more decisions in their favor than most. Okay. You guys start calling out your we call out all our stuff. Nobody calls out their stuff, so we look like we have more. So I think even on average, it sounds like Arsenal gets more dodgy calls than you guys because you guys don't complain. Complain now. Let's see. I don't need to complain. Well, we're not complainers. That's the point. Well, you see, like, what's funny is that I remember everything. When Burnley got this handball, like when you guys got a handball penalty against Burnley, I remember us getting a handball against Burnley last year that they did not call. And I was like, it, it, it does come around sometimes. But that's what I remember everything. So if you get... If, it's funny. I remember everything. You guys decide not to remember. That's good. <laughs> I, mean, I thought the refereeing has been good this season, though. I mean, okay. I mean, I thought it's been okay compared to uh, last season was worse than this yeah, season. I agree. I mean, last there's been an improvement. Yeah, there's been an improvement. So I mean, ref or no ref. Ultimately, I thought that Teddy's uh, interview after was funny to me. Just the, he had a little bit of Mourinho, and then they asked him how his players did. He's like, oh, best performance. Oh, I love my players. Those are the best performance I've ever seen. <laughs> So it's a little bit of Mourinho and uh, Pep at the same time. So if I talk, yeah. if I speak. Any feel original, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. right. You want to go? You Liverpool. <laughs> hey, you, you figure out what, I, what I'll say about him later. Hey, Ryan, let's go. Liverpool. Right. Wow. My nerves, I feel like my, my nerves are still jangling from yesterday. Honestly, I thought we blew it. See, we, we, we started well. And I felt like that first 15, 20-minute period where, you know, Diaz just kept finding space running down that that left and um, and shooting. I just felt as though we need to take our chances now because I was I was having flashbacks of the, the Carlin Cup or the Carabao Cup final. And, you know, I feel we got dominated that game. And for... I mean, it was it was fairly end to end, but for some spells in the game, Chelsea controlled it as well. And as soon as that started happening, and the moment Mo went down, even though when Mo went down, I didn't actually think he was doing too much, uh, causing too much damage. But at the same time, it's Mo Salah's a threat. You know, just having him on the field, he he will get you goals, whether he's playing well or not. He he can get you goals. And when he when he went down and had to come off after thirty minutes, and then Jota Jota came on. I felt as though, oof, okay, hold on. I, I didn't really like it because I knew defensively Chelsea with you know with with three three centre backs and then the two wing backs, Reece James doing well on on the right defensively and uh, Alonso flying forward. I thought, you know, this this might go some way. And for Jota to come on so early, Chelsea still have some pretty dangerous players. Say what you will about Werner, he's quick and a quick player when your players are tired is a threat. Yep, and. Um, just little things will lead me to believe that uh, today's today's just not going to be our day. And um, I said to you before before we went live, I said I was talking to my brother, and I said if if we get a result in this match, it is going to be in the most agonisingly painful way to watch, where you know it just sucks the soul out of you. And of course it did. But 
you know, fair play to Chelsea. They they don't make it easy for us ever. I think, you know, four four games this season, four draws, and having to, to go to penalties to win, you know, it's 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 no easy feat against Liverpool. And even though they're not having the best of seasons, they haven't made our lives easy. So, you know, cr- credit where it's due. But oh, it feels good. Oh, it feels so, so good to get the FA Cup because I don't know if you guys have noticed, I don't comment much. When Liverpool are doing well, I don't say anything. I keep quiet in the forum. All, you, all you'll see me doing is just hearting people's posts. Little like here on Doc's post. Little uh, heart here on uh, Ola's posts. It's so superstitious. That's, 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 that's all you'll get out of me. I'm not putting any post. I mean, I still have flashbacks to one game against what, Southampton where I, I typed, can we play you every week when we were 2-0 up? We lost 3-2. That still haunts me till this day. So you won't catch no slip-ups from me this season. I'm just going to enjoy the ride <laughs> and enjoy it. The more trophies that come, the more I will enjoy it. But, yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a Red, I must say. I don't understand all, all you fans, though. I really don't, man. Because I remember, man. I keep saying this. I know it's such a long time now. Just, man, getting old. When United on top, I was an asshole, man. I was talking <laughs> center, talking shit. All of you are just very, like, measured, you know. That no, was, see, Doc, Doc does that better than me. I leave like, it to him. He's my enforcer. He, he, he can do all that. Ola's a bit more level-headed, Doc. He's he's the one you send him with a battering ram. Me, I'm just, you know, overseeing from <laughs> from the background. Loving it. Loving every stuff. minute. I'm just letting everybody know, though. I'm just measured because. Don't worry. Sorry. Once the see after the Champions it. League final, depending on how that turns out, I may bring a little something. A little something. something. <laughs> <laughs> the minute United becomes good, I'll be insufferable. I'm just letting everybody know. Dada, let's go. When will that be? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> just been saying. <laughs> 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 we don't know. <laughs> um, right, Dada, let's go. Dada. Man, I mean, not not a whole lot to say. It was a game of. It felt like deja vu and non. So what? No, 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 go ahead. I have something else. Just keep it about. No, no, it felt like deja vu and non deja vu at the same time. I, I just don't know how to explain it. Like it just felt like, man, I've seen this before. <laughs> and then there was a part of it that was like, okay, I've not seen this before. So I really don't. I don't know how to explain. I, I don't know how to explain the game. So a couple of things for me is at the end of the day, I think there was a the, the commentator said Liverpool they've not lost. In, they've only lost three games in 68 games. So I feel like, you know, when it comes to, in terms of team quality, we we matched, um, we oh, matched. Uh, I love it. It's just like type of Arsenal fantasy. Remember she committed something? That's cold. That's cold. But uh, I felt like in terms of quality, I think we matched Liverpool. But I think where they edged us in the League Cup and the FA Cup was really mentality. And I know that's not something you can quantify. And the reason why I say that is towards when every time Chelsea had momentum, every time Chelsea had momentum, Liverpool had a way of just composing themselves just a bit to where there was never continuous momentum, right? But then every time Liverpool had momentum, it looked like they were going to score. And you saw the difference between the both two teams. And the other spot where I felt like, you know, Chelsea just were, were just a little bit below Liverpool was when, when Salah went out, nothing changed. Nothing changed in the game, right? When Van Dijk went out, yeah, you can see a little bit of changes, right? Chelsea had momentum, but overall, the team just kind of maintained its cool. 
Now, the big problem with Chelsea is you looked at our, it really came down to the sub. Uh, Ruben left to Cheek came in. We brought in Barkley. We brought in CH. And at, at the end of the game, I wish I had Tuku's number because I was just going to call him and be like, hey, I got a question, bro. Why didn't you bring in Timo when Van Dijk came out? Like, that was a legit question. Like, like just explaining to me, like, what was going through your mind? I mean, these coaches, they know things that we don't, but, like, I just don't get it. It was so bad. A Liverpool fan messaged me and said, hey, man, I got a question. Why didn't you guys bring in Timo? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I was fearing Werner coming on. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I was terrified. That if, if Werner comes on, we're in trouble. <laughs> exactly. I just felt like that was like our opportunity to win it. And when it went to penalties, I knew Liverpool was going to win because that, that all boiled down to mentality, right? It's like when, you, when you're winning, there's just a winning mentality. You just feel like, man, I've been here before. I've done this. Like, let's go get our title. Let's go home. Like, no matter what, it was kind of like, let's just get our title. Right for Chelsea, this was our third FA Cup loss. And at the end of the day, no matter how much we praise players for having, you know, psychological fortitude, they're still human beings, right? It's like, you could see it in their composure. You could see it in their face. Like, man, this is going to happen again. We did this last year. We did this the year before. So the moment it went to penalties, I knew we were going to lose. I mean, it sucks because, I mean, when you have an opportunity to have two domestic titles, you walk away with zero. And honestly, at the end of the season, there's really no difference between United and Arsenal. Well, I mean, Chelsea, United, and Arsenal, we're all in the same boat. Except, same boat, baby. Yep, except one is a catastrophic disaster, and the other one is complaining about refs. But at the end of the day, we're, we're all, all in the same. Baby. Exactly. <laughs> we're all truffles. There's no difference. I mean, yeah, yeah we're going to finish top four, and I think Arsenal is on track to finish top four. Um, yeah, so... It's overall, it's it's a bad season for us. It's 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 a bad season, and I think it really boils down to two things: is while we have good players, overall we don't have a good team. The the experts missing uh, in that in that in that in the, in the Chelsea squad. There's some things that are missing. I can't really, you know, put my finger on it, but you know there's something missing. The conviction is not there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, congrats to Liverpool. You know, it is what it is. Okay. I'm going to hold hey, up. Quick question on that. Quick I'm question. Better, who would you have taken off for to bring Werner on? I would have taken, uh, I would have taken actually missing Mount uh, out. Uh, Mount I didn't have a good game. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have started Pulisic. I feel like that was not a game to start Pulisic. Uh, and I know with Lukaku, yeah, he's been on good form. I probably wouldn't have started Lukaku in that game. And you can ask a lot of Chelsea fans when that lineup came up, I was like, nah, this ain't it. This is not it. There's a certain lineup we needed, but that wasn't it. And look at all the chances that Pulisic missed, you know. It's just, that's why I said, like, it felt like I've seen this before. Like, every time Pulisic goes on goal, he's not going to score. You just knew it. It's like, you knew it. So, yeah. Because that's that's often the consideration for the coach, right? You might feel like, okay, Werner will stretch the team now that Van Dijk is on. But to get him on, you're removing the qualities of somebody else. Like, if Pulisic has been much better much more decisive than Werner in finishing situations, you know? So a coach, he's thinking that. He's like, if I remove this guy, those are things, those are qualities that could help me in the game. What does Werner bring? Barkley? Why bring in Barkley? Werner really, to me, what he brings is just running. But it's what I'm saying, but it's what you needed, though. In a game like this, tired legs, all you need is a runner. 
You don't even need someone that can score. You just needed a runner that can create. <laughs> How can you say that, Dada? <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. I, I, I agree with that point personally. That's but why I was when, when even the commentators couldn't believe Werner wasn't yes. that game. Liverpool Van Dijk does not come off. Yes. Think about it. It's Chelsea. You're not going to finish anyways. It ain't like we got a finisher. You know you're not going to finish. Just bring in a runner. And I'm starting to say that. Just bring in a runner. We're not going to finish. No, it's true. You know you're not. And I'm starting to think that I think teams know. Teams are well aware of our deficiency. And I can see managers saying things like, don't worry if they get a couple chances. They're not going to convert. I can see that. And the reason why I know that is when Kepa was our uh, keeper, folks love shooting outside of the box. So one time I was like, hmm, is this a coincidence? I noticed every time some dude will come try to shoot on the box because the same way we're watching this game, they're watching this game. So I can see club telling their players, hey, even if people seek as a chance, don't panic. They need four chances to score. It's okay. And if you're a defender and you know that, guess what? When Liverpool plays Real Madrid, Watch, they're not going to get that those kind of chances. So I can see players saying, "Hey, you know what? If you have to risk a little bit of space, it's Chelsea. They're not going to convert." But I know for sure that thing that you guys pulled with Pulisic, you're not going to do that with Benzema. Oh, you know, oh, you're, no. you're just not. Yeah. So that's what happens. Empty comment. No, no, I, I, I hear you that Verna would have stretched them with his running. Though I'm just saying that for the coach, he's probably thinking. I can't remove the qualities that I would remove and removing some what of the guys. They, they don't measure up. What quality, bro? What quality, right. bro? It, it's not that he's right. I'm just, I'm just saying this is probably the perspective. Okay, that's what you guys. Now, I, I felt Tuku got it wrong, but it is. Let me take comments, guys. One second. Uh, whenever my night comes good again, I'll be insufferable. You guys are insufferable already. I really <laughs> know now. Come on. You guys are oh, not? It's just me. Just me. I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with that because it's been what nine years now? I was since you've been uh, insufferable. You haven't even table, please. You never won the trophy since you <laughs> no no, but I'm saying if we're waiting for Man U fans to be insufferable, I'm okay with it. It's been a nine no, year. To be to be honest, I'd rather be Spurs. Like imagine going millionaire to be broke. Man, that's the worst, yo. That's the worst. I'd rather be broke up the get broke rather than to have money and lose it. No, I'd rather be first any deal of the week. Actually, we, we had the dough. We lost it first. <laughs> we lost a long time ago. Happened when I was injured, according to the last comment. Uh, I'll just do summary because the comments are flying and I can't keep up. Uh, Mount had flashbacks. Okay. Police and yeah, I agree. Who said Mount have flashbacks? That person's wicked, bro. How are you gonna bring up Euros? <laughs> that was a bad Mount, time. Like, you know, chaos. Uh that ran all right. We're not gonna cost us issues, but it was injured in warm-up. All right, that makes sense. Oh, uh, okay. I, I just come down to a question for each club. Lukaku and Ronaldo are about to win the league, come for the Champions League. Arsenal, they are on a full rebuild. So you probably seen as a success. Oh, yeah, here we come again. <laughs> here we come again. Here we come again. How about when the opportunity presented itself? And Arsenal looking like I'm not jumping the gun yet. I'll wait till next week. Let me say that because I have something cooking for next week. I'll wait till next week. Too cool. Let's talk about Tommy Too cool. Personally, I I think I've and I told I've talked to that about privately. I think Thomas Too cool, right? Is really lucky. I know he's a good coach. I'm not backing down. And he's not controlling. This is this means something very serious. I think 
I think he's very lucky that Roman Abramovich has sold the club. I say this because if Chelsea took the same form, I know nothing would have been fine for this season, right? That Champions League for sure is two year grace for sure. But if Chelsea takes the same form to the beginning of next season and like they don't improve, they spend money and they start this season like shaky, I can see Roman pulling the trigger like October, November, and fine to go. I can see that. Of course. He's really Roman. lucky that because Roman. I'm going to say this and I'm going to be very clear. He doesn't own the club anymore. No, that's why I said he's lucky he sold the club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That Roman Definitely. has sold the club. That's what I'm saying. Because this season has been, like Dada says, been very disappointing. And I understand that he's bought, what, two players of his own players, right? But the way coaching works, and Stephen always says this or whatever, it's like, you're always judged off your, like, previous success, right? He won the Champions League with that same squad. And I understand that Champions League, right, Cup and League is different. They spent money, 100 million. At least you think, okay, Chelsea will end up 10 points, 12 points behind who wins the league. Over 20 points now is unacceptable. Personally, I think it's a very bad season. Then they've not won anything. Yes, it's got to the final, so you have to respect the fact it's always good in cups, right? These two cup finals. But Chelsea have regressed from last season. And that's just the truth. They have. And even from... And what makes it even more shocking is how they were up until December. They were very good. And they get to December and they've pretty much been in collapse mode since then. So now, right? And Tuko should get some heat, right? Of course, I don't think she fired. I'll be clear about that. But I think he needs he's going he needs to get some heat because right now, I'm sure because I think Marina is staying, right? Dada? Yeah, she's gonna stay. Uh, so next season, I'm sure there will be concerns. Even they will back, I know they'll back him, but they'll be concerned because their major signing has flopped. It hasn't worked out. It's been a big flop. You know, so there's no major concerns like okay, you gave you 100 million for a striker. What's going on? If Lukaku starts next season in bad form. There will be concerns. There will be. And Tuku needs to figure it out. He needs to figure it out. Um, this, this, these are my thoughts. Anybody want to jump in? EJ? Yeah. Can I say that I called this Lukaku flopping? And then also, <laughs> I called Tuku not staying there for over a year and a half. However, I agree with you that if I agree that he's probably going to stay longer than a year and a half because Roman is no longer the coach. Um, the game yesterday, I thought... Like you guys said, I, I think Liverpool started out strong and then Chelsea came back. And then towards the end, it became something I, I fell asleep on. I, I was honest in the group because it was just too... It was cagey. Nothing, nothing major was happening, right? It was a cagey final. Yeah. And then the penalties, I thought I thought Chelsea would get it once they saved um, Mane's goal. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and I, thought, I was like, wow, what an opportunity because, you know, Liverpool wasn't missing until then. I thought, you know... Once Mane's goal was saved, I was like, that was their chance. And, and Mount, mm. you know, that didn't happen. But yeah, like you said, that that is a mentality thing. Like they're on a roll, Liverpool's on a roll. They see the end in sight, you know, they're going for it. So it, it could have gone any way, either way. I felt bad for Chelsea fans. Though. But yeah. So thankful that Man City exists. I know they're my rivals. I know it's crazy to say that, but I'm happy. That's all I'm going to say. Because if Man City did not exist, my yeah. goodness, this season. Yeah, it would have been four. Social media darkness. It would have been quadruple. I've been honest. Yeah, it would have been quadruple. It would have been, been a quadruple. Yeah. Uh, Tuku, I will say one thing. I have a question on is why is this whole Lukaku underperformance being framed as Lukaku only being to blame? It's somehow it's not being framed as Tuchel being unable 
to manage him properly to get the best out of him? Why do you guys think that? I, I can answer that question. With, with any other striker, with almost any other player, it would be framed in that way. You know, some more responsibility would be put on the manager. Right. And of course, I mean, that interview not notwithstanding. That's, That's what it is. But it so needs to be framed in that way, too, because that interview comes from mismanagement. That's where it comes from. No, to answer your question, I think the, the, the answer is the interview. So if Lukaku came and underperformed and he didn't do an interview and he's working hard, you know, he's keeping his weight checked, yeah, sure. But when you go have an interview like that and you talk all that smack and you come back and you suck, then it's on you. Mm -hmm. Then it's easier for people to put the blame on you. So I think that's that's the difference between him and maybe uh, Sancho. Like right now, it's hard for you to say, man, Sancho's flopping, but because you see Sancho putting in work. So Lukaku went, did the stupid interview. He thinks he's in the NBA, man. He thinks he's, the, he's in the NBA. He's in the NBA. That was it. So like, the moment you do that interview, like the blame has shifted towards you, then you have this uphill battle that you got to overcome to then prove yourself. So then then prove himself. It's like, well, you're not trying hard. You're going out, you're doing interviews. You look a little chunky. You, you see what I'm saying? So I think that's really it. Because, I mean, Lukaku does not look as fit as he did, you know, like in the beginning of the season, you can tell. I, I think the way I see it, it's that interview is the res, is the result. It's a symptom. It's not a cause. It's a symptom of mismanagement. Only when a player is being mismanaged, having problems, maybe not using you being used properly, that's when a player goes out and says something against the manager. Right, that was being managed well doesn't do that interview. It was really quick. It was really short. Steven, normally I'll be on your side. You know me, everybody knows me more. I'm very pro player, pro player, pro player a lot, right? Normally I'll be on your side. But that quickness, like everybody has pointed out, damn, that was quick now. That was so quick. That was some like. Was it before you know, Christmas? Was it, it was before, was it before Christmas? I November, October. Yeah, it was before Christmas because I remember. It was much, but, but it was done in November though, by the way, guys. It was done like a month before. Oh, also, wow. it was released after. It was released. Yeah, it was released after. Like, that's what I did. That was like, this guy hangs out with too many NBA players, the Rock Nation thing. He's like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, it's that. I think it's like KD. Oh, I think it's Kyrie just saying whatever. But this is whatever. Like, <laughs> like, like NBA and, like, and the Premier League is like, when it comes to like progressiveness, it's like this. It's night and day. Like, what do you think this is? When they did that, I was like, oh, my goodness. They're going to destroy yeah. this guy. You know, because there was already a bias. How he left. There was a big bias of how he left Manchester United. You guys remember? When Gary well, Neville was the thing, though. Yeah. I was a pro Lukaku Gary Neville did that nonsense podcast where he was going at him. Like there was a big bias from the press. Oh, I remember, when yeah, I remember when he, he left. was getting annihilated in the press. Yeah, yeah. but he was spearheaded by Gary Neville then. He was mm -hmm. getting I was against it. Like, come on now, Gary. This is bullshit. You know, he, he went against Lukaku, Pogba, and all those guys. But when he came back and did that, I'm like, okay. Okay, let, let, let me just say quickly, I, I hear your points though. I hear yeah. your point. When he does that, he does put blame. But when I just look, just even a simplistic view of Lukaku's performance in the Premier League and the Italian, I've always seen Lukaku do well when he's playing, running the channels right. near the wing, yes, kind of right. like Henri in a sense, not playing as a center forward target man, but running the channels on the ball. And that's how he played at Everton. That's how he played at West Brom. That's how he played in Inter, playing in a two with Lautaro, right? right. 
And then you part of why he fell was because they were trying to Mourinho was trying to use him as a target man. So he comes back to Chelsea. Imagine Lukaku come back to Chelsea, and you're like, okay, I proved myself in uh, Italy, and they put you right back to a center forward slot again. Right, of course, your reaction is going to be, "What the heck is this?" That's why I said concerns, right? It's right? a coach watching at all. I mean, I'm not some great coach, any anything. I'm just watching soccer. Everybody else, why hasn't Tuchel seen that? Why did Tuchel use him in exactly the same way that has failed for years? Because Chelsea is not set up for that. Then this is what I'm saying. Like, you get him, you can't just pl- like plug him into a hole that's not so, for him. But so here's that's the thing. Common sense. Here's what people always keep forgetting. Like, you have 23 other players. So when you have a team, you have 23 other players, right? You have to be absolutely beyond phenomenal for me to get 23 other players to adapt to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm running a company and I have a genius that's like, man, I don't like using computers. I like using paper. Then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, guess what, team? We're all going to be using paper today because XYZ doesn't like computers. It just doesn't work like that. This comment, so I feel, this comment. When I saw this comment, what you're just saying, like when I've been saying this in the beginning of the season, I got a lot of pelters. I'm still waiting for my apologies, though. By the way, the whole of <laughs> you know, I'm talking about Ronaldo. I'm still waiting. Yeah. For I'm still well, waiting. Okay, no, so my, okay. So my, so my point is, so my point is, like I, I get that, right? And also, too, for them to adapt to his style, it's gonna take a while. Like we're not just gonna come in and change the entire system. I'm not in Tuku's mind, but I think what Tuku was trying to do, I think, and you saw this with the Arsenal game, was, hey, look, we're going to play this way. We're going to slowly incorporate you into the team. But, you know, timing is everything in life, right? Lukaku got injured, got COVID. We had our issues with players getting injured. So the team was not gelling. By the time Lukaku came back, he went on a poor run of form, which was understandable just because they had not played in a while. But by then, the team took had already solidified. Yes, I were going to play. Yeah, so yeah. unfortunately, we don't have the time and the patience to okay. model the team around you just because, look, we're in a bind. So okay. I think that's really what happened. Right? Fine. So I feel like and everything gone the way it should have gone would be having a different conversation now. And then Lukaku, him, see, anything you got to understand about Lukaku is, when he came back to Chelsea, I felt like psychologically he had this, I want to prove something. And you, you hear it in interviews. It says it a lot. I want to prove something. I want to prove something. When he scored against Arsenal, you saw the way he celebrated when he was scoring. The moment he stopped scoring, it just went down mentally. He lost it mentally. I, I think I think the moment he went down was initially when he came and found out he was going to be played as a target man. That's why he did the interview. No, that was because, actually, no, because that was that's actually, the whole point of coming back is that I've proved that I can play on the ball, yeah. not as a Duncan Ferguson. But then how do you so, incorporate so your entire team? You use your analogy, right? But, you, of, but of the company, if you get a genius and then you can't turn everybody around, the blame should be placed on the hiring manager who hired that genius knowing that he only works in a certain way, but I can, I'm bringing him in and I can't move my team to play that way Correct. so the blame is on that guy not on the genius or not on the worker let me jump on let me jump a little bit i agree with both sides i lean a little bit to steven i'll tell you why i agree with steven i mean that we talked about this offline there's a little part that is too cool right but i think one part we are forgetting is the recruiting chelsea's recruiting structure process right chelsea is just like manchester united right and when i say that i'm saying that in the sense they just recruit the best players available and they give the coach that's what they do so sometimes they get an edin hazard Sometimes they get a team of winner and a Lukaku. You know, that's the problem. Like, that's what they do. They just recruit and they give, like, a coach wants a striker, they 
Liverpool is different, right? Liverpool like the system, Pep, same thing. They have a system and they recruit to like plug and play. They just put people inside. So I think one part we are missing is no, no. Sorry, I sorry, I was going to say no. Sorry, the recruitment profile of Chelsea. I think there's a problem there. There's a problem in like Chelsea's recruitment profile based on the fact that okay, you want a striker. What should the striker do? How should it work? Now you are supposed to play. That's one part, and that's one that part I put on the Chelsea recruitment. The part I agree with Steven, and I put squarely on Tuku is this: I think it's a gift and a cost, right? When Tuku came in, and I watched his documentary after you guys won Champions League, his plan wasn't to play back five. I think we we'll forget that that was not his plan. He tried it against his first game in Wolves. I tried it, and I was like, oh, it looks like this is better for these guys, and he just went with that back five. And it worked throughout the season. They won the Champions League. And he just continued into the season. Now, that's the part where I blame him, right? He went with that back five thing. And that back five is heavily dependent on Miss James and Ben Chewell. Ben Chewell got injured. And that, that pretty much ended Chelsea's season, in my opinion. Just because of what it gives them going forward and coming backward. And that's where I blame Tuko Because he did not decide during preseason, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is pre-season need to move. Or whatever he just went back five back five and because of that back five like that i saying going back to that last point it's very hard to bring lukaku and play two and play like you know make him run the channels but that changed everything but that's where it's james and venture run into that's the problem that's the problem i see when i watch them is that he he ran into a system that worked and they wanted a trophy he did not expect he said and now he stopped with it for a while and it worked in the league let's be clear right it worked for like three months just we're top of the league let's not forget that that's what we're talking to november until it did not work anymore. Because it's, again, the Premier League, like every league, is a copycat league. People figured out where the flaws were and they started attacking Chelsea's flaws and he couldn't adapt because he had only plan A. And that was it. And when his plan A was out like an injury, there was nothing for him to do. And I think that's where the problem I, I blame people. Like you don't pay 100 million. That's a huge asset. And, and not figure out the best way to use your asset. Because... Just like we know players, 100 million, like players have egos. They will, it's, that's, that's the child fired Mourinho for Manchester United with Sanchez and Pogba. That's only makes sure that fired him. Like, you don't do that. You just cannot do that, you know. So, those are my thoughts. I think we've spent a lot of time on this. Let's move to uh, predictions. I know this is a very weird game. <laughs> Europa. Yeah, why are we Rangers about into final. <laughs> like, what? Rangers? Well, <laughs> uh, let's do a quick, quick prediction. Frankfurt Rangers. Uh, I'll start with EJ. He's going to win. The boy plays for the Rangers now. Ramsey, I'm going with him. And I hope oh, they true. win. That's true. Okay. Okay. So you think Rangers win? Um, Brian? Um, I'd love Rangers to win. I want Rangers to yeah. win. Uh, you know, my boy Stevie. Uh, <laughs> only because oh, yeah. he's associated with them. I don't really care about Scottish football, but because he's associated with them, I've gravitated to them and I want them to do that. And to be honest, I have been following them. I do enjoy, I mean, I only watch the old firm games in Scotland and those, obviously the atmosphere is incredible and uh, Rangers in the Europa League, I've made it worth watching. The, them games at Ibrox are ridiculous. So I do want Rangers to win. Um, do I think they'll win? No. Uh, I actually think Frankfurt will win. Uh, I'm pretty think they win three one, but I would love for Rangers to uh, to get it done. Okay, uh, so the was Neymar. <laughs> yeah, he thought so. <laughs> Shout out to Rangers, Dada. Who do you think is gonna win? Uh, 
I think Frankfurt, right? They probably got a better team. I don't follow Europa, but I started watching because I thought West Ham was going to be in the final. Yeah. Uh, I was actually Same. rooting for West Ham to be in the final. It would have been a good story. Uh, but just if I, I think they beat West Ham uh, 3-1 on aggregate. One so, yeah, the team that can beat 3-1 on aggregate, that can beat West Ham 3-1 on aggregate deserves to win it. So that's why. They just be Leipzig, though. Just saying, Leipzig. Yeah. But Leipzig is very off and on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like some days, are, some games are good, some games are not. So I, I think I I'll think be... Rangers' strength, I think, was their home support at home. It was yeah. it was a, their home is a fortress, and it's, it's tough to play there. So on a neutral venue, I still, the fans will still show up, obviously, and and show the support. But Frankfurt, see what they did at, at the new camp. So you can't underestimate estimate their fans either. So. Yeah, yeah, ah, so EJ, EJ has screamed. I mean, that, that's what this is. So thanks, EJ. We just lose. <laughs> I like Frankfurt. EJ, are you become Francis? Francis 2.0? Is that what we're saying? No, never. She, she ain't even close. Nah. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not that at all. <laughs> Nobody is, is that close. That is <laughs> it's frightening. The legend, the legend of the legend. <laughs> right, Steven, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think I'll go with Frankfurt. I think I'll go with Frankfurt. Just... Because one, I was looking at the run-in, how they came up to, I think Frankfurt beat Barcelona. And then West Ham, that was a tough game. Before that, Betis. Is, yeah. And then you know, right. Rangers Rangers went through Leipzig, Braga. I don't discount the fact that they, they got through Dortmund, right? Earlier, earlier in Europa. But I think in the quarterfinal semis, I like what I saw from Frankfurt. Because they, they just don't have good players, but they could, they fought through some of those, you know, with Barcelona, I think they beat Barcelona first and then Barcelona came back. It's like a three, two game in the second leg. So they've been through some wars and Rangers have lost their, you know, their coach. All the strike. Yeah. And they've got their no coach. strikers. Yeah. That's, that's going to have an effect. It's going to have an effect on the morale. They're going to be a little weak minded, kind of like the Arsenal team right now. You know, they would have had that effect run through them this year <laughs> so yeah could be wrong but i'll say frankfurt let's go okay i think i'll do i go frankfurt too just because of bundesliga bundesliga tax you know people i think people hype that thing up too much and i was i always i always defend my bundesliga teams every time um i think they have a good team like from kamada they have a very good team um uh so i i, I think they'll win it that's just my opinion let's end with our regular weekly awards I'm going to start with start with this one. Kudos and donkey of the week. Donkey. My donkey is a tetra. I feel like he was being original. He's trying to do that, you know. Pretty much trying. First was crying, not opinion. You know, was just crying. It was a crybaby. And for whatever reason, you know, it's like just be original. If you are going to be a crybaby, have original lines. You know, just be original. Come out there saying I have nothing to say. If I say I'll get six months fine, come on, bro. What is the you have is this, is this Twitter? Is that what we're doing now? Like, be authentic because he was clear, right? Like EJ said, I know, I know that he was he was trying to deflect. I get that, right? But give us something that be original or be at least be creative. It's like six months fine, okay, sure, whatever. We know that you know you're you know you're not angry. We know he wasn't mad at all. There was nothing mad at all. There was nothing. His team sucked. We got battered, and he was trying to like create like I'm trying to come on. That's how he gets it for me, for sure. Because that was just original. Um, kudos of the week. Uh, Mr. Noble, Mr. West Ham, retiring. I think this was his final home game. Was it yesterday's final home game? Um, after 18 years, he won 10. It's, it's hard to see that modern-day football. Um, so, yeah, 
Noble gets one. Club, you know, Club gets one. And I guess Liverpool won another title. Um, oh, wait, hold on. How many kudos can you give? <laughs> I said Noble and Club, Club and Liverpool as a whole. The reason why I read something about penalties that he did, I don't know if um, Ryan has seen that thing like that he does, how they prep for penalties. They compare. Oh, no, I haven't seen school. it. You've not seen this? Oh, it was, no, but I will. I'll look into it. <laughs> you send it to me. Yeah. I, never I saw it, and I was like, whatever. They, how, they <laughs> how they prep for penalties, like where he goes and he talks to the players privately one-on-one, how he wants them to shoot it, the weakness keeper. Oh, he did. He mentioned that in his interview. He, he spoke to Manny. He, he spoke that, to yeah. Manny about it and right. he, he took blame because he, he told them to do the opposite of what he would normally yeah. do. But he yeah, does yeah, it privately. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, what they are saying is Klopp understands like that kind of said mentality. Like in this situation, you have to create warmth, trust, don't put players under pressure because penalty is a, it's a pressure situation. Of course. You know? And they compared to cool, like doing it publicly. And for balance, they also put in Southgate, did the same thing to cool day where he's asking people, Oh, you are gonna take it. Like there's a different, <laughs> those little differences. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I, was, I thought that was smart. I, I saw that I was like, wow, you know, that's Liverpool is like down to the science. It sucks the arrivals, but yeah, it looks like the project is down to the science. So yeah, who wants to go next? Yes, okay. I can go next. All right. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Please go ahead. What? Ej, go. Ej, go. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I I think I have the same kudos and donkey, so, sort of. I'll give my kudos to the Tottenham squad for. You know, sliding into fourth spot and beating Arsenal decisively. I think even without, like I said, even without the calls, I think they were the stronger team on the day. Um, and then you know they they put the pressure back on us. I think I you're the one who called Spurs. I think since the beginning, even though I believe it was ninety percent driven by hateration, that Spurs I'm always right. It's just because I'm always right. Even when yeah, I'm, sure. I'm right. I mean, I, I mean, remember the driving seat. We're still the bus drivers of the fourth spot for now. Um, but I think they they. They put so much pressure on us that like we have to match their results. So I think that's it's a good close to the season for them. So that's kudos to them. And then the donkey of the week, I give it to their coach, um, Conte, who believes that he can criticize our coach for money when he is the biggest Mona in the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you right, almost quit. He almost quit. In fact, he has applied for a job at PSG. We <laughs> he's leaving you guys to go to PSG next season because he's not even Yes, he had the mouth to talk. And if I say I got a I will splash water on him if I was driving past him. Wow. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Wow. Splash water. EJ, kudos for peeping that in Conte's game. I was laughing when I saw him do that. I was like, really? You can't really go at I took that on this man. Come on. You go, Steven. You go, yours. All right. So me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, donkey of the week. I have to give it to Holding, man. I, I got. It. I just have no time for a player who thinks that's defense. There's so many parts of the game uh, to to use. Like this analogy has been is old, but just sweet science of the game of defending timing. To just come to a game and believe you're gonna just punch somebody, elbow somebody, like get. That's why I, I just get out of here, man. And to the extent that Arteta was in on that plan, to any extent, he's a donkey too. But I'll mainly keep it for holding. <clears throat> but if that's what if if Klopp is telling his players about, come on, I trust you, you're good, you can do this penalty. Having these psychological talks that uh, Aya is telling us about, and then Arteta is having talks with holding. Oh yeah, just go. <laughs> 
What are we doing? No respect. No respect for whoever has that plan. And then in our defense, we did account for the fact that Son is a flopper, but that's okay. Uh, uh, everyone likes Son. You like to hate people that everybody loves. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, watching not him. Working I'm watching him. I'm watching him. He did this night. You hate Santa Claus. It's not gonna work. You can't go as son, man. Come on. Yeah, that's anyway. why. That's it. No worries. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Exactly. Like if you're gonna go in with a game plan to punch somebody, son, really? Like, of course the ref's gonna blow. First thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> son is the EPL sweetheart. Second to Conte. So. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, kudos of the week. Kudos. I'll give it to Harry. I give it to Harry Kane. Hmm. Big week. He hasn't been scoring as much as Sun this season, but the penalties he's put in, crucial penalties, lots of pressure riding. And if you watch the penalty against Arsenal, you got to see I think it's great technique to watch. I showed it to everybody. I sent it to my team. I even sent it to my director because he kept that left arm down. Usually, if you're going to put it out to your right, like it's just an in instinctive reaction. You raise that arm, and it's a tail. That tells the goalie where you're going. If you watch it, he's holding that left arm down so hard. I, I just thought it was amazing the way he kept it and put the one in today against Burnley. So pressure, big pressure time call for big, big boys, you know. So yes. let's go, Kane. I agree. I agree. I, I was going to, I forgot one um kudos. Sorry. I have to say this. I'm glad kudos to Manchester United for not playing a game this week. <laughs> I'm making me very happy. <laughs> That's right. That's good. I can't drop points if you're not playing. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> next week, I'm going to drop my fire. I'm, going to go. I'm dead. Uh, this is the same thing. Yeah, I have to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, my kudos of the week goes to. Wait, there you go. Wait. My team. Um. The nerves, the nerves. I know the stories were written, the, the ridicule my team, my boys were going to get if we lost that game yesterday. I think I was more worried about that than us actually not winning. It was the ridicule. All the people saying, you know, they can win forward. They can easily just end up with just the Carling Cup. The thought of that has gave me some sleepless nights, I can't lie. So for them to not be at their best and still get over the line, uh, they deserve all the props going into... You know the Champions League with a chance to win all the the the, the trophies that they're involved in. The league, um, who knows what will happen? Anything can happen. City drew today, but you know I don't want I don't like banking on other people messing up for for us to do well. I, I like what we can control. I prefer that. So I'm giving them props for uh, for yesterday. Uh, donkey of the week. I know I mentioned that I'm Mr. Humble and Quiet. No, the gloves are coming off for this one. The donkey of the week goes to. Chelsea, and in parentheses, Mason Mount in particular. So, three FA Cup finals lost in a row. When Jurgen Klopp lost that Champions League final in 2018, the ridicule he got for being this, the manager that loses all these finals. Right. Oh, that. my God. Yes. So, when a team loses three finals, three FA Cup finals in a row, they deserve to be donkey of the week. And then Mason Mount losing his sixth final at Wembley in a row. Whoa. Icing on the cake. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. Well, icing on the cake. Yeah, I think that's three FA Cups, Wembley, uh, Euros, mm -hmm. something with Derby. I can't remember. And then yes, yeah. playoff, playoff final, playoff finals. Yeah, that's yep. the one. Love that. Wow, that. 
Uh, man, don't give the week uh, Thomas Tuchel for not doing the basics. Man, I don't know what else to say to that. Yeah, massive donkey, little dumbass. But um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, <man. laughs> what are you talking? What's I'm really this, angry about that. Um, what you're talking about. <laughs> and 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 honestly, um, what's the one? Uh, Euro is that the term? Actually, I, you know what? I'll, I'll give it to the Man City team. Man City team today being down 2-0 and kind of coming from behind to draw a very, a very valuable point. So I give it to I give it to them. I mean, you know, I think the, the more I think about it, footballing is just all about mentality, man. Once you just once you're a winner, you just there's just this belief and conviction that you have. And when they were down 2-0, they looked like they were going to win 4-2. So I think when you have that kind of belief, man, it's 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 important. And like on, on that note, so I picked Spurs finishing top four. Uh, EJ is a really good friend of mine. And another fact that I just realized, I've met everyone in this podcast in person. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, wow. So oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I've met everyone in person. So right. it's pretty cool. But anyways, yeah, EJ is a really good friend of mine. I know Arsenal is going to finish fourth, uh, but I predicted Spurs to win it. Uh, I can see Arsenal getting. Tomorrow in Newcastle, so yeah, props to the sarcasm. I don't know, yeah, like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a religious person, but I've been praying. Y'all know what I've been praying for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it's a good hey don't get too excited, guys. Don't get too excited. Is Suko really that good? I was Lampard at Chelsea worse than we thought. Uh-uh. Let's, let's, situation. Hey, it's just a, it's a good conversation. No. It's just a good to, to think about. It's a good conversation. No, it's not a good conversation. <laughs> you don't think so? Okay. How can you compare? Come on now. Let's, let's not do that. I mean, yeah. technically, he's only done what Di Matteo did, hasn't he? What, yeah. FA Cup in Champions League. Yeah, no, you have a point. No, you got no a difference. Point. Di Matteo hasn't done more, right? So what? He won the FA Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, more at Chelsea. Yeah, point. If, if they had won the FA Cup yesterday, it'd be a different story. Yeah, so you're only as good as your last result. So yeah. it's all I mean, that's that's what sports is all about. Agenda, agenda was agenda. Don't call the blues donkeys. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, I, I forgot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah, right. Fighting Ukrainians on the pitch and Russian. <laughs> Ah, this was fun. This was fun. Uh, we had a interaction from everybody in the comments. Thank you for supporting, joining. Um, like I said, um, recorded version will be live on YouTube on probably an hour after. Pretty fantasy. It's there. Uh, Steven, Ryan, EJ, Dara, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll come to the end of the show. And we're out. Take care, guys.